Welcome to the A Better Way to Farm podcast, where we share serious secrets about profitable farming. We appreciate you taking the time to join us, and we hope that you'll love the knowledge we share not only with you today, but also in future episodes. So let's get right into it. Hey everyone, Tyler here, field agronomist with A Better Way to Farm, where we spend each and every day providing solutions to farmers to grow better crops and to make more money. I hope you're having a great day, and thank you for tuning into our podcast. We appreciate the time you give us, not only here on this platform, but also our Facebook page. Now, on today's episode, our special guest host, Nick, is here. Hey, guys. We're all traveling around to the pro-ag training events, mm-hmm. and the season is getting ready to close out, right? So, how are you holding up, bud? Well, it's definitely been a long journey. Yes. Um, but it's been a really exciting and fun one, too, you know, just to you know, help out the amount of people that we've helped over the last few weeks has just been amazing. Yeah, it's been fun. We've been able to to run to some of these meetings from December, and, and here we are getting close to March and getting ready to close out the season. And I know that planting is coming up, and that's one of the things that you've got a lot on your plate as well. So I appreciate the time that you can spend on the road with us and, and doing these interviews. We greatly appreciate it. So our guest that we're talking to today happens to be a very close friend with the Livesey family. He also lives in southeast Iowa. He has a cow-calf operation along with a row crop operation from where he works with his father, unlike yourself, working with his family, correct? Yeah. So he has truly become a great friend over the last few years, and he's added a tremendous value to not only what we do, but also the Better Way to Farm page, the, the whole team as we look at it across the nation. So Chris Wilson, thank you very much for joining us this late in the day. How's life, bud? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. I know that last year we're up when we're recording this, we're up here in Fargo, North Dakota. Last year it was it was about sixty degrees colder. So yeah. it's nice it's nice to be up here in the warmth, the forty five degree weather, because I said I'd never come up here and we go to Lincoln, Nebraska and Wichita. <laughs> the negative temps. So doing pretty good, man. I uh I know that you're you're super busy. It's late at night, you're super tired, but you obviously had some uh, new little baby calves recently. How'd that go? We did. We did. It was good. We actually had our first calf yesterday and actually turned out to be a set of twins. Um, so hopefully that's a little bit of good luck for us uh, this upcoming spring calving season coming up here. And we've been blessed with some good weather compared to last week. We had some pretty pretty cold weather across the Midwest and across the United States. So we're we're definitely lucky that way. Yes. Yeah. And that's one of the things, you know, it was crazy to see that even in the deep South, they kind of had to experience some of the temperatures that we experienced, but it's crazy to think that, you know, we bury our water lines deeper, or, you know, we do things to kind of prevent that, but, you know, in Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana, those areas, they don't do that stuff. So it was absolutely crazy to see the amount of damage that not only was done to residential houses but man it was crazy to hear about all the stories with livestock it always seems there can be some sort of tragic event and here we are people are wondering about how they're going to feed their cattle and handle their livestock and everything so we're definitely sure. to, to be through that weather for sure so why don't you i kind of alluded to it a little bit in the intro but why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself where you're from kind of your farming operation i mentioned you know you farm with your dad and just kind of tell everyone listening a little bit about yourself yeah, like I said, it's great to be here with you guys. So, so Chris Wilson, you know, live in Southeast Iowa, little town called Milton. Farm with my father. We actually have around 140-ish Black Angus cow-calf herd. Uh, we do a variety of different things, corn and beans, raise some oats every year. We raise our own 
forage. You know, we plant a lot of Timothy clover mix. Uh, we do a little bit of alfalfa also. So we're kind of kind of spread out that way. We're we're a family farm, obviously, farmed with my grandfather and my dad for quite a you know for four or five years after college. Fortunately, lost my grandfather to cancer a couple of years ago, and so we're you know kind of promised him to keep this place going. You know, it's dear to our heart. You know, legacy is a big thing for us to kind of pass it on to the next generation. And so, being a seventh generation farmer in my family, you know, it's it's a big deal. You know, we've been doing this farming thing for quite some time now. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, yeah, real sorry to hear about your grandfather, but we know that he left a lasting legacy upon you and yeah. and your dad. And so that's uh, that was really great to that you got to spend that time with him. Chris, let us know, you know, how long have you been a part of the Better Way to Farm team and what brought you to the A Better Way to Farm team? What were you most excited about learning? We've been with the A Better Way to Farm team for about six seasons now. Seems like yesterday, I guess, when we got started. Known Rod for quite some time. I'm in high school. Did quite a few smaller jobs for him, you know, throughout my high school years and stuff like that. But he wanted to know what I was doing after college. You know, I went to a four-year. I played college baseball. didn't really know what I wanted to do. Was the last sibling in my family that had the opportunity to farm. Um, and so I just thought it was silly for me not to move back home and farm alongside my father and my grandfather. So Rod was just like, hey, I got something that might interest you. And, and off to Kansas City, we went for training. It's been great. You know, we never did any soil testing before we started working with A Better Way to Farm. You know, we did everything the elevator told us to. They said, hey, this is what you need to fertilize for 200 bushel corn, you know, some 1150, some 060. Let's throw 300 pounds out there, put some anhydrous on and let's roll. You know, let Mother Nature take care of, uh, of it and we'll see what happens come fall. And that used to be our program. Um, unfortunately, but you know, with a better way to farm with the AgriVantage system, we're we're looking deeper into it. We're taking back control of our farms, and and we're just we're we're controlling a lot more things that that we should be. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, I we obviously have talked several times about this. I knew that you'd played some college baseball and stuff. But one of the things that you might not know about me, and and Nick is aware of this because we graduated together. But I was actually the first one. In my hometown, we built a new pond just outside the baseball stadium, and I was actually the first one to throw a baseball from right field over uh, the third base um, dugout into the pond. So that was uh, something that I'm proud of, and I've held that near and dear to my heart because not everybody can do that, especially uh, in the middle of a game that we ended up losing by one run that score because I threw the baseball out of the stadium. You know, this wasn't a podcast, and if it was a Facebook Live, all of the people that we would be connecting with right now would see that I'm blankly staring at you, wondering where that came from. But, but thank you for sharing that story. I'm, Chris and I can relate because we are both baseball, baseball stars. Yes. Right. So moving on here, Chris, just to, you know, kind of reel this thing back in a little bit from that uh, turn out of right field, I guess. Yes, exactly. Um, so, you know, Chris, talk a little bit about the products that you've tried. You know, let's I, I want I want to know, just go whole hog into it, man. Tell me what you guys are doing on your farm with the AgriVantage system. Yeah. And so. So I talked to a lot of guys about, you know, kind of how we got started, because obviously we didn't have any kind of liquid system set up on our planters or our planter or didn't even have our own sprayer at the time. But we started out with Amplify D, you know, it was something easy that we could use, um, something that was, you know, very economical, especially for a new company that we knew nothing about. 
you know, and, and for those that don't really maybe don't know our Amplified D product, you know, it's a seed emergence aid for our corn and variety of other crops, pretty much everything besides soybeans. Yep. Um, but but I remember the first year that we used that and I remember riding around, you know, my grandfather would, you know, we'd kind of go ride around and check our fields, you know, and and uh, that spring it was it was kind of wetter, it was colder and you know, we had that field of corn come up and it was just, you know, beautiful. You know, it had that picket fence, you know, rows, uh, everything was perfectly evened out. And, you know, coming from a guy that had farmed since he was, oh my goodness, eight years old, you know, planted corn first time when he was eight years old and, and say that that's, you know, some of the nicest, darkest, greenest, uh, same height, you know, you know, corn stand that he's ever seen, you know, that's something big, you know, farming that many years, you know, pretty much at the end of his farming career. So that's, that's kind of a product that we got started on, you know, now, you know, pushing forward five years, you know, we're, we're a hundred percent liquid now. Um, we're, we're done with anhydrous, uh, you know, bought a Haggy last year, bought some 360 Y drops, you know, we're, we're, we're split applying our nitrogen. We're pretty much just hundred percent liquid. And, uh, the results have been awesome. 2018, we had our best corn crop that dad's ever raised. Uh, we had an over 200 bushel farm average and for our area, that's, that's pretty dang good. I think our highest field was 236 or something, which is which is pretty outstanding for our the type of ground that we're farming. Yeah, absolutely. In in southeast Iowa, that's one thing that anybody that's familiar with that area will understand that that's that's fantastic, man. That's great news. Yep. So I gotta ask, you talked a little bit about the equipment, and if you haven't been to one of our ProAg events, you'll know that we do dive in a little bit into equipment. You know, last week, Chris, we got the pleasure of hanging out with your dad, Brian, <laughs> yes, yes. in Ankeny. <laughs> yep. And so I just got to know, you know, I, I know you sent me that text message. You're like, hey, man, I really <laughs> need you to drive home the V Apply HD. So how did we do? Really good. He was very, very impressed with each and every one of you guys that presented. It's it's just kind of funny. Rod and I talked about it. <laughs> I can't wait for dad to listen to this, but he's just, he looked us in the face and he was just like, you know, I wish I would have came five years ago. Oh um, when gosh. we first when we first opened our account, you know, and Rod and I are just like shaking our heads, you know, which it's awesome. But it's just it's just how, you know, dad's been has sacrificed so much for our family and and, uh, you know, still has a full time job post office, um, you know, has done everything in his power to to provide for for each of us kids, you know, and and uh, it's hard for him to get away from the farm. You know, the night before Pro Ag, when he came up there you know, he straight up told me, he was like, this is the first time I've ever left the farm for something like, like meeting oriented for multiple days. He's like, this is the first time ever. But as, you know, talking about the pro egg though, he, he was amazed, you know, you should see how many pages of notes he's got. So he's excited about it. He's definitely excited about it. The precision equipment is not going to happen this year, I don't think, but we're going to get the furrow jets on and we're going to roll with it. And next year we're going to be, you know, digging a little deeper. So we're pretty excited about it. Good, good. That's awesome. Yeah, yep. that's one of the things that, you know, even when I got started, I think it's, first off, I've got to say, and I know that your dad, I know that he's going to be listening. So Brian, thank you very much for hanging out with us for those two days. It was awesome to get to know you. Um, I was, I was elated when you called your young son, Chris, Christopher. So yeah. now we can start calling Chris Christopher. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I can absolutely relate to that. I, I love when that situation happens. And, and, and Chris, we know how, 
how long that we've talked about, man, Hey, what about getting your old man there? And that was the deal. It's like, look, we can't with our operation, mm-hmm. we, we can't have two people gone at the same time. You, you know, dad's doing you know great work at the farm. It, it's just another meeting, but it's not just another meeting. And I even thought that myself when, when the first time I went, again, <laughs> yeah, I, I brag about the baseball story, right? I mean, <laughs> who, who can throw a baseball from right field? <laughs> but, you know, I, I graduated from Iowa State, went to, to you know, the College of Agriculture, and then I get out and I go work at a co-op and you think, man, you just can't learn anymore. There, you've already learned everything there is to know. And so why am I going to spend the next two days, like, why would I dedicate two whole days <laughs> to just learning more agronomy? And and you go there and and honestly, it's more than just going to uh, a seed meeting or a chemical meeting. And and so, Chris, I just would ask that from your perspective and from what your dad said, what can you tell everybody that's listening to this podcast right now? What can you tell them? How important is it to go to the closest or the next, I will I shouldn't even say the closest, the next pro ag that's coming up? How important is that? Oh, it's, it's so very important. We talk about it all the time. The best, the best time for a meeting is the next one. We've got guys that are driving hours to the nearest meeting because it's the closest one to them. It's the only shot they got. And and I can tell you every time, and I know you guys can attest to this, you know, because we all do the business also. Everybody that goes through the the pro ag to or pro ag training, they they say the same thing every time. Wow, you know, they just they're dumbfounded. They're just like, holy cow, we've never been to a meeting like this that has been so informative is, is a hands-on deal. The presenters are relatable. There's multiple of them that are very informative. It's not, you know, we're kind of changing it up and we're, and we're just kind of hitting it from all angles, so to speak, but it's worth it hundred percent. It's, it's been some of the best things that we've switched over to the AgriVantage system. And it's just important to learn guys. We, as farmers, you know, and even not even us just farmers, but just people in general, we need to learn every day at whatever craft we're doing and however we can sharpen our skills. It's just very important. Yeah, it's absolutely. We hear this all the time that it's like drinking from a fire hydrant. We hear, I just, a guy in Indy, I asked him that and that's exactly what he said, man, it's just like drinking from a fire hydrant. It's just so much. And the best thing is about that meeting a lot of times like, Oh, cool. Thanks for your, your winter conference. See you next year. Well, we have a lot of people that'll come out of these pro ag events and they're like, wow, when's the next one? <laughs> they're, they're so excited. There's so much information and, and it's not, it's, it's, it's usable information that you can go back to your farm and you can say, you know what? Yeah. Without any products or anything like that, you're putting you know, another 15, 20, $25 an acre in your pocket. So to me, it is, it is truly awesome. And, and I absolutely love the program. Now I do want to die again, we talk about a lot of ag- agronomy and everything. And, and you mentioned it earlier about working with the co-op, but going back to the earlier days, what did you, what did you know? You're growing up, you're hanging out with grandpa and hanging out with dad. What was your experience with that fertility program that, you know, quote unquote agronomist that you needed to rely on, get your information from what, what did that look like? Did you question any of those practices or anything at all no and it's funny i i can remember a conversation that i had with rod like the first or second year that i got involved with our company and you know just even working with growers not only I'm, i know i'm kind of sidetracking here but you know i remember telling rod you know rod i'm just a i'm just a kid that turns dirt 
I don't, <laughs> I don't know. And you know, it, it, it honestly was the truth. You know, I, that's just what, you know, the elevator gave us. It's, it's what we went with. Um, it, it was just a prescription that was a hundred percent the same for all of our acres. It didn't matter. Um, it was just a general blanket agronomy, I guess. You know, we, we did, we put on all of our own anhydrous, you know, we rented or leased toolbars from the elevator and, you know, dad wouldn't let any of his kids run it. He was always the one that did it just for the danger factor. We all know how dangerous anhydrous can be. Yep. Um, same way with spraying. If, you know, dad used to do his own spraying way back, like when he was, you know, closer to my age, but then we kind of got away from it and let the elevator or the co-op do a lot of our spraying. And, and a lot of times you guys know how that is. If you have somebody else do your spraying. It usually doesn't get done the way you want it to. And so we find <laughs> yeah. we, it's the, it's the truth. It's yeah. the truth. How many times, you know, we've had, you know, I won't name names, but people in our community that have had, you know, a co-op or an elevator spray their crops and they don't clean their tanks out correctly and they burn the whole field down. You yeah. know, it's happened multiple times and it's just a mess. You know, it's a lawsuit or it's trying to, you know, pay somebody out to try and get their money back. It's just, you know, so we finally just were like, you know, we're not doing that. We're going to go get our own sprayer. But the years, you just didn't know how they were going to turn out. You know, this way, if you're taking kind of back control of what you're doing, you kind of, you have like some control over it. You know, we want mother nature to be our only limiting factor. So. Right. And so, so now that you're in the system, like before you were putting all this stuff on fall applied, whether it's anhydrous or dry broadcast, all that was going on in the fall unless the co-op said, oh gosh, we just couldn't get to you, but don't worry, we'll get it on in the spring, right? Well, and actually we did all of our stuff in the spring. Oh, okay. We okay. we we rarely did much in the fall. I think dad had told me there was one instance where he did do some anhydrous in the fall and it didn't turn out very well. <laughs> yes. Surprise, surprise. Thank but you. You know, with our local area, with kind of, you, you hear those stories. For us personally, we didn't have any trouble with that because our local elevator here was, you know, maybe a couple miles up the road. So it wasn't a big deal for us to go get a cart. Now, with that being said, you know, Nutrient just ended up buying them out last week. Right. We're not sure how that's going to look like here this spring. We're hoping we can still maybe get some urea from them, but well, the good news we'll, is we'll see that you'll have to go farther to get product. Mm -hmm. And yes. it'll also be more expensive. Yep. So Ex that's good. Exactly. There's an upside yeah. to everything. Chris. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, you know what? You know, we've talked a little bit about uh, what you guys are using, but I'd like to know, Chris, what's like one thing that you would recommend that guys do when they're just wanting to try it? Let's say, well, I'd like to try the Conklin system. What would you suggest would be that it that they should try on just a few acres? Yeah, it, that's a hard one. Well, <laughs> we get these questions, you're like, what's your favorite product? Yes. Um, they're all they're all really good. And, and the whole system is going to shine. But yeah, if you're going to pick one or two, you know, Amplify and Wex are going to be always two of my go-tos. Yeah, yeah. Because like, you know, like I said, going back to the Amplify, it's, you know, like we, we've heard Jerry Cox talk about it multiple times. I know Rod talks about Jerry quite often on his Facebook page, on this podcast, and we all do. Um, you know, Amplify is good for at least two bushels, at least. Jerry will tell you that. He's tested it for many years. It can be higher than that. You know, we had a special instance. I had a neighbor uh, try some last year, and it was 10 to 12. Now, are we going to get 10 to 12 every time? No, we're not. Just, you know, yeah. type of year it was. 
Um, but it's definitely possible. So yeah, definitely amplifying wax is something we can do without a soil test. It's in the Beck's PFR proven book. It's been third party tested. It showed a positive ROI multiple years, multiple locations. It's a no brainer. Yeah, absolutely. When you look at those, you know, it's interesting to me that those are two products that are PFR proven. You know, the Conklin company didn't have to go and say, oh, you know, here's a bunch of money to test our product to make sure that it works out in your research. If you give your product to Bex, well, and we didn't give it to them, they actually purchased the product. But when they look at product and they're testing product, they're going to tell you the truth, whether it works or whether it doesn't. I know that there was some products out there that happened to have a net negative ROI. And you look at that and you're like, holy smokes, that's rough. Well, we know that with the Conklin products, there are four of them currently that are PFR proven. Not only is there Amplify and Wex, but there's also Feast XL, foliar fertilizer with a little bit of boron in it. And then you can look at even the the Cento. So Sidekick, sorry, is one of them. I skipped over that. Sidekick, mm -hmm. potassium thiosulfate. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the only one that you can go in for, especially up to a gallon. That's a, a super clean potassium thiosulfate. But even the Cento's, the sugar product, has a little bit of fulvic acid in it. And basically, Bex came out and said, they're done testing sugar, that sugar works. I do think, Isaiah mentioned that we're going to try to get it one more time. So I, I think that next year, Cintos will be PFR proven. But when you look at the sugars and the fact that they say absolutely use sugar, the cool thing about our Cintos FA is that they that Bex actually says, well, really, if you're going to use a sugar, use Cintos FA because that's where you're going to get your biggest yield increase, your largest ROI. And that's what it's about. It's about that lowest cost per bushel produced. It's mm -hmm. no longer about, well, I'm going to limit my input cost. We want to make sure that we're producing the lowest cost per bushel. Man, I really hope that that one, you know, you spoke of that one company that showed a negative ROI. I really hope that they're able to pivot into a new future with their product line. Well, we'll <laughs> wait, we'll wait and, and see. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, as you look at one of the things that you, you got out of ProAg um, and you transition to what you're doing now, you kind of mentioned it, that you're kind of, all in or you're using you know the whole system because it, it, you've seen that return over the last five years or so that you've been working with the better way to farm team working with the products but i, I want to ask one specific thing and I, and I think you'll get this how in the world did you know what you needed to do specifically was how, how do you know when you say you used a hundred percent of the products did you actually use every single product that the com conklin company sells or was there some sort of test that you were able to take and look at that gave you an exact prescription of what you needed? There possibly was. <laughs> yeah, we do everything off soil tests. That's what we speak and we hammer in the guys' heads, you know, over and over and over again that we work with, or even new guys that come to ProAg. You have to soil test or, you know, have somebody do it and have them do it correctly. You know, we talk about that. Tyler does a really awesome job on the soil testing you know, part of the presentation, you know, how to properly take a soil test, you know, it depends on, you know, on kind of what you're doing tillage wise, you know, it depends, depends on your location, you know, whatever, you know, it's angles of, you know, how you're taking the test, how you're taking the core, how deep you're taking it. So there's a lot of different things that go into it, but, you know, you got to definitely find that roadmap. 
Yeah, that's that's absolutely critical, and I am going to throw out some props to Preston Groby. You know, he's actually one that runs around a lot. You know, generally when you see myself or Nick, you're going to see Preston with us, and he does a phenomenal job as well. You know, he's actually the one that ran into me, and and that's how I got to know him, and he he said the same thing. Oh, dude, you got to check this out. That's where I met Rod, and we became a part of the, the Better Way to Farm team, and and it got bigger and, and better from there. Yeah, so, sure. Nick, you, know, you know, just kind of, you know, as we kind of wind down here, Chris, what's, you know, one last thing that you would tell our listeners that are that are on this with us today? What is one last thing that, you know, they have to do? Oh, man, there's multiple things. You know, Rod talks about if you had a, a new company that's talking to you, you know, ask a lot of questions. You know, try and, you know, ask why. You know, why do you want me to try this product? You know, why do you think this will help put money back in my pocket? Ask, ask many, many questions because, you know, a lot of these guys, a lot of these salesmen, they, they, it might surprise you. They might not know the answer. And I think that's something that we take pride in what we, what we do, you know, the better way to farm is, is, you know, we're not only going to, you know, show you products, but we're going to show you how they work, you know, and we're going to, we're going to show how they fit into your operation. So ask lots of questions, get to a pro ag. If you can't get get to one, talk to one of us, whether it's, you know, Preston, Tyler, Nick, you know, myself, you know, there's many other guys on our team also, but yeah, going back to Preston, he does an excellent job also, you know, dad definitely was impressed with him at, at ProAg also and, and uh, kind of liked his message and he's, you know, very passionate along with the rest of us about farming. Yeah. So, and that was a great segue. You mentioned, you know, get a hold of even yourself, right? So we always ask, at the end of these, you know, go ahead and, and throw some throw some information out there. If, if there's someone that's that's out there that's listening that wants to get a hold of you, ask you more questions, how would they be able to, you know, find you on social media or how would they be able to get a hold of you? You know, the a better way to farm page, obviously. I think we all have Facebook pages. You know, I've got the Wilson Farms Facebook page. I kind of try and keep up on things that are going on around here. Like Tyler said, they had seen, you know, the post of our twins yesterday. And so that was that was actually my first set of twins out of this group of cows. So so it's a pretty exciting thing for us. But you know, there's 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 many different ways to reach out to us. Yeah, absolutely. So I do want to thank you, Chris, for the time, man. We greatly appreciate the conversation. We absolutely look forward to seeing you in person at some future events, bud. You bet. Absolutely. Looking forward to uh, the field days. That's another thing I wanted to add. You know, if you couldn't make it to, you know, a pro ag, I'm sure there's going to be many, many awesome field days coming up, you know, this spring and summer, you know, late fall, whatever. Um, So try and get to one of those, you know, get get your, uh, you know, see that in person. You know, there's nothing better than seeing it in person. And, and uh, I'm sure we're, we're going to have some good speakers there. You know, there might even be some special guests. There usually is. Yep. Nice. Absolutely. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's conversation with Nick and also our buddy Christopher. And ask that you please review <laughs> our content and drop a comment below. We also ask that you follow A Better Way to Farm on Facebook and like and share the page with your family, your friends, or even really anyone you know that would find value in what we do. We look forward to seeing you soon, and we hope that you have a better day. Thank you for joining us this week on the A Better Way to Farm podcast. If you found value in this episode, we would appreciate you rating us on iTunes or simply sharing with a friend. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe and tune in next time for serious secrets about profitable farming.